1: tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then.
0: Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name is Emma. I'm a second year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career.
1: Hey Em and hello everyone. Today's episode starts a long, long time ago in a land far, far away. Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're talking about storytelling. You see what I did there?
0: But we are talking about storytelling today. Now, you might be thinking, what do you mean? What has storytelling got to do with anything about this podcast? Well, research suggests that facts are 20 times more likely to be remembered if they're part of a story. Interesting. I mean, I love a good story more than the average person. I'm in training to become a professional storyteller, if you will. So we know that. But what has storytelling got to do with job searching?
1: Well, um, as you said, um, facts are more likely to be remembered, but they're even more likely to be believed and trusted. And it's a really powerful way to communicate in general, but particularly in the job search process. So when you're looking for a job, you're trying to communicate your value your experience and let that potential employer get to know you so being memorable trusted and believed is a great advantage so
0: what you're saying is in order to be a good job seeker you need to be able to spin a good yarn
1: definitely right exactly right
0: so why why does storytelling work why do we need to be able to spin yarns what's the deal
1: Well, I'm going uh, back into my psych degree a little bit here. Um, Storytelling is actually part of our evolution as humans. Um, You know, if you imagine us as cave people sitting around a fire, um, sharing stories about how we were able to, you know, catch our food or to use a new tool, um, they were basically the way that we taught each other lessons. So our brain evolved to pay special attention to stories and I guess it's kind of a way of putting a bunch of facts into a meaningful structure, which is kind of what helps us to remember the details. Okay. I guess you could think about like if I was telling you that I reduced costs by 10%, just, you know, a plain plain kind of statement. Um, compare that with a story about how everything was going wrong, I noticed this little mistake, I was able to work with this colleague and we did X, Y and Z and we improved it and we got this great result. You're so much more likely to be able to connect with the facts when you put them into a bit of a story and, and talk about the what actually happened. Spicing it up. Yeah. Right. Give it a beginning, a middle and an end um, and make it, make it more meaningful and just more interesting as well. You want to be an interesting person, um, as part of this process.
0: Makes sense. I mean, think about like listening to boring speeches, even like when someone would come to your school to talk and if they were just boring, you were zoned out, but you always would remember the ones that were just crazy storytellers and just super enthusiastic.
1: Yeah. If it puts something in your imagination, um, you're going to be imagining what happened. You can you can see that person and their skills um, a little bit more clearly when you've actually got something to imagine in your mind. So we know the usefulness of storytelling then, but
0: when would we be using this in your career? I mean, I don't think you're talking about this in terms of just sitting in the lunchroom and saying, hey, Karen, guess what I did two years ago? That's probably not,
1: <laughs> not what you're talking about. You could if you want, I guess. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, each to their own. But when's the ideal time to be using this magic power of storytelling in the workforce?
1: Where I've seen this work really, really well for people is during the job search. Um, So working out your clear and engaging story is going to help you communicate so much better.
0: So hang on, by saying in the job search, are you talking about in interviews
1: Yep, definitely in interviews. But even before that, so writing your resume, if you have a really clear idea of your career story, where you've come from, what's the narrative that you're trying to tell um, from each of those positions that you've held um, and what's the story about you that you're trying to get across, you'll have so much of an easier time writing that resume, even like a LinkedIn profile that you're putting out there as well, your cover letter um, during a phone interview, that can be a really key time where you, you're you not in person, so the, your words have to be really clear and your words have to paint a picture even more. Um, but then in interview questions as well, this is the interview question that everyone finds the hardest to answer. Can you have a guess what it is?
0: Tell me about yourself. Oh, just tell yep. me a little bit of what do you like to do? Who are you? What's your story? Fill us in.
1: Uh, exactly. Exactly. And it's every single interview's first question. I use that as an opener every single time. Good It's a bit of an icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. And it also gives you somewhere to start off because normally you're sitting across from this person, you've seen their resume, but other than that, they're a complete stranger.
0: Yeah. You're not just going to go in and say, tell me about the biggest challenge you've ever faced. You've got to, you've got to warm them up.
1: Exactly. That's right. So it's going to be pretty much the first question you get in most of the job interviews, most of the phone interviews, even on those recorded video interviews. This is going to be one of those questions. Tell us about yourself. Introduce yourself. Something like that. It's going to be. Definitely. There's no escaping it. It's basically asking you,
0: tell us your story. So we know they're definitely going to ask us this story. Now we just need to know how to respond. Now, Sarah, you've put some steps together that we can take to put together this story and answer this question. So starting with step one, brainstorm. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so this can really help you um, basically just to be a bit of a brain dump. So you want to get down all memories, experiences and achievements that you have throughout your career. So you're jotting down all the different roles that you've had, even maybe the different volunteer things that you've done or things that you've helped people with, other side projects, that kind of thing. What did you learn from each role? What did you like or dislike? Um, And why did you leave? So, for example, one of those things might be, you know, that role really taught me that I didn't really like sales. And therefore, that's where you can then explain that to an employer as to why you changed track. Or, you know, you could say, um, you know, something like, um, you know, where you've, where you've relocated and you've moved, um, that can be another thing that you can put down.
0: Cool. So, we've collated all this information. Now, we need to put it together into a story. So, what's that involve?
1: Yeah. So, you're looking for progression. You're looking for themes, um, things that you've always loved doing. So, something you might notice is hey, I was a tutor when I was at university and then now I've started training people at work as well. So that's a bit of a common theme that you can say of, you know, you've always been passionate about teaching yep, things, yep. Um, things that you have learnt throughout those experiences that, that you've had um, or moves that you've made in your life. For example, you know, where you went to uni or, you know, this was the progression that I took until I changed careers and I studied this and then I went that way. So you're trying to work out what was the progression that you made? What, where are the the key jumps or movements? Um, did you move cities? Did you know do you want to be saying to someone, I did these things and then I started a family and then I moved into this area. Um, look at the commonalities between them and piece it together into a story that you can basically tell that you want to skim over, you know the the oldest parts of your career. Jump into the highlights, you know, what did you study, um, where did you move, all those kinds of things. Um, And then more detail towards the more recent part of your career um, is is how you'd want to look at it.
0: And then step three, sounds simple, but practice.
1: Yeah, practice makes perfect. (laughs) Um, Classic. you want to repeat it a few times. So practice telling it to your friends, your family in front of the mirror. You could record yourself if if you like um, and try and get it to be really clear. If you're forgetting what comes next or going, oh, whoops, I forgot something. I have to go back and add that in. Do it 10 more times. <laughs> yeah. Even if it helps you to actually jot down the key the key points that you want to make so say there are five or six points of you know I want to start with my university studies or I want to start with you know the first job I ever had or I want to start with you know the the career change that I took um, and then you know what are the next five points that you want to hit so you can do it in dot points and then you can just keep you know you can just think of what's that next point that I want to make. It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. So, Em, I've actually got a challenge for you. I want you to imagine you're in a job interview for your dream journalism job, and the manager just told you, Tell me about yourself.
0: I'm nervous already, I'm sweating.
1: But <sighs> okay. first, I want you to just give us the facts about you at the moment. Just the facts Cold, only. hard facts. Yeah. Um. So, go for it. My name is Emma. I'm 20 years old.
0: I'm a second-year journalism student at the University of Wollongong. I currently work in promotions for a local radio station and that's it.
1: Yeah. And you're applying for whatever job it is. Cool. Okay. Now... Now I want you to do basically the same information, but I want you to put it into a story for us. All right. This is one thing I think I'm good at. I think I'm a pretty good storyteller. I hope. Ooh. but the pressure those, those are big words. The up. pressure is on. Yeah. Righto. Let's see All what right.
0: you've got. All right. You you ask you say tell me about yourself just to get me in the zone. You know, so I can just okay. imagine. Righto.
1: Emma, so tell us about yourself. Awesome. So I'm 20
0: years old and at the start of 2019, I made the move from my small country town in New South Wales to the Big Smoke in Wollongong to pursue my dream career of journalism at the University of Wollongong. I've always been super passionate in media, in English, in writing, in all things communications. When I was younger, I used to get a microphone and pretend to be a newsreader. My favourite show was actually 60 Minutes as a kid, which is quite unusual. So it's definitely been a dream of mine to be in this industry. Having now secured a job in radio, I am just getting so much experience and so, so happy to have a foot in the door and just be climbing the way up. I have so much more to learn. Oh, <laughs> did I
1: sell myself or what? Absolutely. You've got the job. How's You're the hired.
0: Thank you. I
1: tried. <laughs> But what did you feel about that second one compared to the first one where you're just talking about the facts?
0: Oh, yeah, way more oomph. It's powerful.
1: Yeah, you're really, you're really connecting with like, you know, you're the small town girl, you're this yeah, kid who loves 60 narrative. minutes.
0: Just quietly, I imagine love you. the country girl card. Like, I'm sorry, it's just, oh, it's so good. Like babysitting jobs, anything. I feel like you just appeal to people if you're like, I moved here a couple of years ago to study. I'm just a small, quiet little country girl. That's trying to navigate her way through life. I just, it's a, it's a, (laughs) honestly, it's a card that I play a lot
1: (laughs) well. That's the thing with storytelling. If you've got something like that, you got to use it. You know, if there's a thing of, you know, my parents moved here as immigrants and they worked really hard and I've worked my whole life, yeah. you know, use because that storyline. It it's part of your
0: story, isn't it? it? It's shaped you. So use it. Tell it. It's your story. Tell it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that was amazing. And I, I hope that, um, you know, you guys listening at home, been able to see the difference between just giving the facts and actually putting something into a story. So I challenge you, think of those little anecdotes, think of those little things about yourself that you can tell to make, make your story and make that about you question really powerful and really interesting. The best phone interviews I've ever done where the candidate or the person I'm speaking to has a really clear idea of why they're applying for this job and how that fits into their story and where they've kind of come from so far. Um, So definitely worth sitting down, having a reflect and putting something together so that you've got a really, really good answer to that question next time, because it's definitely going to come up. That's
0: right. Yeah, absolutely. And just quickly, um, this whole storytelling thing, we've covered some really great points. But um, I want to ask you, what do you think about storytelling when you've had some time off work? Is it particularly important, I think, to have a solid story about why there might be a gap in your experience?
1: Definitely. If you've got something that you need to address, even if it was, hey, this role didn't work out and then I left, Um, or it's a gap in your career, or it's something that you want to address, even if it's just why you're leaving your current workplace. Um, Now, in those situations, there are likely to be a lot of things at play, right? You might have had some time off work for maybe three, four different reasons all at the same time, right? I think it's really important to decide what reason is the primary one that you'd like to highlight and keep it simple. They don't need your life story. Yeah, just it just makes it a bit um, complex. If it was, oh, it was this and it was kind of this and it was kind of that, pick, pick one main thing and stick to that. It makes the messaging a lot clearer. Um, you know, I'm not saying make it up by any means, but if you had some time off and you did some study or you had some time off and you spent time with family, you don't need to give them, you know, all the six reasons that you had time off. Let's just stick with... You know, I had some time off and I focused on my studies um and I retrained and I got some stuff done around the house and then now I'm really looking forward to coming back in. Or if you know it's why are you wanting to leave? Um, look, I'm looking for a mentor that can take me to the next level in my career. There might be three or four other reasons why you're also looking to leave. Yeah,
0: but just pick one, keep your story straight. I think it removes from the employer's perspective a lot of guessing and wondering and it leaves them no room to make up assumptions, uh, assumptions if they just look at your resume and think, oh, three years off work, what's this about? Whereas if you come in strong... Like I did in that little example, but you know, include. Yep, a couple of years ago, I had time off for X, Y, Z, but I'm back. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're gonna go. Oh, wow! They've all over it. They've and you, summed it up. You own it. Yeah, yeah you own it. Own so your go- shit.
1: Yeah. Look, I, you know, for a few years there, I jumped around jobs a little bit. I didn't really know what I was meant yep. to do, but now I found it and I've, you know, I'm really set on this is the move that I need to make or, Definitely. you know, whatever it is, as long as you're confident about it, you're clear in your messaging and you own it. It's going to
0: sound a lot more powerful than someone
1: who says, yeah. oh,
0: oh, I was just doing a few different things.
1: Yeah. Vague not convincing yep. yourself and not convincing them. Absolutely. Yep. So go back to those things and, and give them a meaning, give them a purpose um, and stick to that one message. It's going to make it easier to explain.
0: Incredible. Well, I hope that you guys have found this helpful. I mean, I know I learned a lot. I hope you enjoyed my little mock interview there, practising for the real deal one day. And yeah, that
1: sums it up. See you next week. You can wrap your ears around us again. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you want to hear more from us, make sure you hit subscribe. We're a new podcast, so if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group.